Amen. I would like to uh, first and foremost give honor to God in whom we are here today and why we are created, why we have purpose. And, and our Savior Jesus Christ who, who sacrificed on behalf of each and everyone that sits here today and those who are even yet born. And to this worship team, we give you honor for your ministry and what you all have done today. But truly, you have allowed the Holy Spirit to use you on today, for we've seen and felt the Holy Spirit here today. Amen. And to each and every one of you, Many blessings to you and in absentia to the pastor and the first lady of this great house of worship, I bring you greetings. Amen. 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 I would ask if you would uh, indulge me just for a moment. Uh, I'm going to reread uh, the book of Job in the Old Testament, uh, but I will be reading it in the New Living Translation. Uh, Job 23, I will begin at the first verse, and I will conclude at the uh, ninth verse. Amen? Amen? And this is the word of the Lord. My complaint today is still a bitter one, and I try hard not to groan aloud. If only I knew where to find God, I would go to his court. I will lay out my case and present my arguments. Then I will listen to his reply and understand what he says to me. Would he use his great power to argue with me? No. He would give me a fear hearing. Honest people can reason with him. So I will be forever acquitted by my judge. I go east, but he is not there. I go west, but I cannot find him. I do not see him in the north, for he is hidden. I look to the south but he is concealed. And this is the word of God for the people of God. And this afternoon, I'd like to use for a sermonic title, There's Hope in Darkness. There's Hope in Darkness. If in some texts uh, the subtitle uh, that precedes uh, this chapter, it might say something along the lines of Job's eighth speech, uh, a response to Eliphaz. Uh, and these words that are attributed to Job uh, are words, or response rather, uh, to Eliphaz. And if you, in your own time, go back to uh, the verses preceding the 23rd chapter, Eliphaz is pretty much saying to Job uh, that 
these things are happening to you because obviously you've done some kind of treachery. You've done something uh, for God to be punishing you this way. Uh, and anyone that's familiar with the book of Job, uh, when Job began to lose so much, uh, Job's own wife uh, told, uh, told him to curse God and die. She'd rather see him die than to suffer in the manner in which he was. But despite all of this darkness, despite the fact that Job admits that he doesn't feel God, that God, God feels distant, he nevertheless, in spite of the words of people saying to him that you must have done something because God is doing, is allowing all these things to happen to you. And if one understands the Old Testament, God was that kind of God. God was a God of judgment. Uh, this is not the, the God that we are familiar with in the New Testament, uh, a forgiving God, a uh, God of grace, a God of not just one, two, three chances, but multiple chances to get it right. This was a God uh, that if you did something that wasn't right or went contrary to the will of God, there was a punishment. But nevertheless, even if that were true, Job was never going to allow anyone or his circumstances to cause him to say one bad word against God. He was not going to allow his circumstances to, to destroy his hope. He was going to continue on that path because he understood that God gave him life, and, and at the end of the day, if it's God, God can do what God wants to do. Amen. That was the faith of Job. And it is important, and it was important for Job to understand that if you're going to make it through dark times, you have to have hope. Yes, yes, that if you don't have hope, then you will curse God and you will die. But if you have hope, you're able to endure these pains and these sufferings. You're, you're able to endure the fact that you may not hear God as well as you would like to hear God. You may not feel God in the manner in which you were preferred to feel God. But we cannot lose hope. And this is a lesson for us, my brothers and sisters, that even in dark times, we can't lose hope. I'm often brought back in my memory uh, to our ancestors, African ancestors who were here, uh, who could not read this text, uh, and were in bondage by people who believed that this holy text justified the enslavement of other human beings, simply based upon the fact of the pigment of their skin or uh, the fact that they have one drop of African blood, that in the midst of that horror, they never lost hope. They never lost hope under the, the whips of their masters. They never lost hope in the midst of the unfairness and injustice that was their life. They had a hope that things were going to get better. They had a hope and understanding that God was always going to be there with them. 
And the truth is, many of us might feel that even in our present times that there is some form of darkness. Uh, we can't turn on the television uh, without feeling a sense of dread, uh, a sense of, of surrealness. Whether or not this is real, we're living in a nightmare, whatever the case may be. But we as believers have to find hope in the midst of darkness. That God is still doing something. We may not understand what God is doing, but God is doing something. And God's plans will materialize when God sees fit for it to do so. We ought to take from Job this ability to not allow people to tear down your spirit. Amen. Again, if you go back to the truth before, this person was telling Job that, you know, that what were you doing? What did you do to deserve what's going on in your life? And oftentimes, people will try to attribute and try to dig into what's going on in your life as opposed to giving an encouraging word or just being an ear. Despite how difficult things may be in your life, my brothers and sisters, don't lose hope. Amen. The text says, shares with us, too, that there are going to be days where you don't feel God. Well. There are going to be days in which God is not going to give you the answer that you are looking for that you are going to put forth a prayer and that prayer that you prayed so hard for doesn't materialize. But it's not an evidence that God isn't good. It's just simply an evidence that God knows what's best. It's evidence of the fact that um, what are we going to do in the midst of our darkness? Are we going to give in to despair? Are we going to start doubting? Are we going to give out negativity into the world? Are we going to say that I trust God? I don't know uh, what's ahead of me, but I'm going to trust God. Uh, I'm going to force myself out of bed, and I'm going to still come to worship. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give, and I'm not going to hold in what God has blessed me with because I know that God has done way too much for me to give up now. God doesn't want us to give up. But God wants us to continue to push forward. And the scripture tells us where we are weak, God is strong. And we have to understand sometimes it's okay to admit that we are weak. Sometimes it's okay to recognize that some days aren't going to be okay days. And you got to admit that. But to add to that, God, I need you to help me get through this day nevertheless. God, I need your peace. A peace that surpasses all understanding. That God, I, I don't feel you at this time, God. I don't understand why this is taking place, but God, I know that you are God. That God, I know that you are going to make a way. That God, I know that after a while, I'm going to understand it. I may not understand it today. I may not understand it next year, but God, after a while, I'm going to understand why you're allowing what takes place now. Let us not lose faith during this time. Let us not let anyone tear down our spirit or take away our joy. 
But let us stand firm on the foundation that is Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ gives us that hope that after a while things are going to get better. Uh, that God does have a plan. And that even in darkness, God is even there. What a lifeist didn't understand is that Job wasn't going to turn his back on God because he knew that God was still with him. He may not have felt him, but the fact that he was breathing was evidence of the fact that God still had favor on his life. The fact that he woke up that day was the fact that God still had God's hands in his life. And the enemy is always going to send someone your way to try to deviate you away, to doubt God, to bring up accusations, and to, to be angry. But my brothers and my sisters, we have an obligation to stand on our faith. To not only stand on our own faith, but to also give that to people as well. And during these times, people need to see a church that is triumphant, uh, a church that is faithful, a church that is unmoved, a church that is vocal, and a church that will not stand for injustices, but know that all things are possible with God. And God wants to know if there's anyone in the house today that you can move past whatever your issues are and trust that God is going to come through in your lives. That God has not left you, but God wants you to understand that you can stand. Uh, that you have it within you and that God teaches us things along the way and, and wants to see what we are able to do on our own. Don't forget the words of God. Don't forget the examples of Jesus Christ. Don't forget the examples of Job in terms of what we are to do in life. Things aren't always going to go the way that we expect. Days aren't always going to feel peachy. There isn't always going to be sunshine. But one thing you can rest assured, there's always going to be God in the midst of it all. That God is, God hears your prayers. That God does feel your pain. That God does know your worries and your stress. God knows all of these things. But it's up to us. To trust God, to believe God, and understand that we cannot lose hope. Those of us, there are many of us who can testify that we've been through some dark days, that we've been through the fire. Some of us may have a testimony that's in process right now, that we're living through some very difficult times, that we're currently walking through the fire, but we can't lose hope. We can't give up on God. We can't doubt God. But we have to stand firm on that faith. It doesn't matter who the President of the United States of America is. It doesn't matter what may happen in the midterm elections. Always understand that there is still a God. I understand that God is still going to come through. Regardless of the, the aches and pains that we may feel in our bodies, that there is still a God. Let Jesus Christ be your hope. Let your hope be that God is not just a character that we read in this Bible, but God is alive and well. And if we were paying attention today, God was in the house today. God was working through some lives, and God was touching some people if we were paying attention in the service today. So if anyone has any doubt about where God is, you simply have to look at yourself in the mirror. 
God is with each and every one of us. So let us not be deterred by the darkness, because no darkness is, is more powerful than light. And God calls for each and every one of us to be a light. So don't be afraid to walk in the darkness if you know that you are light. Uh, because if you are light, the darkness is going to have to move out of the way. The darkness is going to have to give way to you and your hope and your faith. Darkness is going to have to submit to you. So my brothers and sisters, we get through this week. As we go through this month, as we go through this year, as we go through many issues that pertain to the church, or our country, or the world, understand that we have an obligation as believers to hold on to hope. To hold on to the kind of hope that Job had. Job lost children. Had people talking down on him. And yet, in the midst of all those things, even 23 chapters inward, after going through all that, Job was not going to relent or give up on God. So if Job can make it through that and still hold on to his faith, my brothers and sisters, I can assure you that each and every one of you have the same capability to hold on to your hope as well. Know that God will bring you through, that God will give you that peace that will surpass all understanding, that there is light in you, and that God is around. Just wait on God. Trust God. Believe God. And know that God will come, there with, uh, come through for you. Have and maintain hope in the midst of darkness, even if it's just an illusion. Hold on to your hope. Hold on to your faith. And don't let the naysayers and the gossipers cause you to go away from God. But hold on to your faith. And understand that just because we're Christians doesn't mean that we don't have rainy days or dark days. It just means that God trusts us with the dark and the rainy days because God knows what we have what it takes to make it through those days. So trust God and maintain that faith. Amen? Amen.